is, uh, you know, moving and jiving. There's, there's not huge news this week, but uh, there's a few things I wanted to kind of cover. Uh, R-Truth, just so everybody knows, had successful surgery, and he's on the mend. So What um, actually was the injury, Jess? Sorry. Oh, fuck. Why? Of course you asked that. Uh, I don't know. I didn't read it. I just saw he posted something from a social media where he was in the hospital. And he has a very cute wife. Like, he's... he posted it, like, right before he went in with a beautiful wife. I was like, I've never seen R-Truth's wife before. Like, good job, buddy. Yeah, I just I just know that he's doing okay because he posted that and said thanks to everybody who gave him all the well wishes and that he's on the mend and he'll be back and stay tuned or something like that. So that's good. Just a little note to start this off. I like, he's, uh, I, I, just, I like it. I just I like it. And, and that any kind of knee injury like that, by the way, at his advanced age, and he looks wonderful. I don't think anyone on this call would think he's yeah. over 30. He tore uh, a squat tendon. That's what he did. Yeah. Oh, and, so he tore a squat tendon. That's a serious injury for people who are in their 20s and 30s. And he's 50 or pretty close to it. Turning your quad ain't fun. Like that. Yeah. At this point. So uh, so good for him. And I hope <clears> he's <throat> back. And I think no matter what, he's been with the company for so long. He's got to do something backstage. He probably already does. But. I think when he comes back, it's time for him to get out of the ring. You don't need to be taking injuries like that at you know, fifty years old. I think whatever, I think so. he's got I think he's got a lot of value to provide to the back. I think he he could train in NXT. He can be a producer. He can be a bunch of stuff. So I think there's plenty. I, I, of, I think I think at worst case he even train uh, or bodies, like, you know a commentator, a color commentator would be great, like a great role for <laughs> he'd him. He'd be great. Like, yeah. You know, so like the third yeah. the third man. Like there's those. a yeah, there's lots. Of he, I think he's one of those lifers. He's like a Steve Lombardi. He'll be there for a long time. I hope so. I hope so. I, yeah. I, I enjoy seeing our truth out there when, when we get the chance. To and, and speaking of WWE, WWE uh, we saw Austin Theory cash in his money in the bank on this past Raw Man. for the U.S. title, and he lost. He, or he yeah, he didn't. It, it failed. Oh, how the uh, which tides hilarious. have turned. I mean, dude, uh, Bobby Lashley punished Seth almost, you know, to death. And yeah, so to set it up, uh, just to set your point up, so Bobby. Uh, Seth was out there. Bobby came out, beat beat him down, and then all of a sudden you hear Austin Theory's music. He comes down, cashes it in. Sorry, I'm just keeping it uh, sure. narrating yeah. the people who didn't see it. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, yeah, Theory loses, so which is great. Yeah, I, I um, how did Theory whole- still lose? Like Seth just kind of recovered, or yeah, he he, he yes. recovered eventually and, and 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 pinned him legit. Got it. It wasn't even. It wasn't. It wasn't like. Um, I, I don't think it's a lack of faith. I think that Austin Theory shouldn't have been put in that position to begin with. Uh, Vince just Vince was out of touch. We can all say this, and and uh, I, some people didn't want to say it. Some people said it all the time when Vince was there. But we've always kind of maintained that he's lost touch a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he resurrounded himself over the last five years with people like Pritchard and all that stuff who were just. I got no Pritchard denies this to, to his dying day, but like he, they're just yes men. And so he just wanted to surround himself because he's a publicly traded company. So Vince needs a certain level of comfort. Um, and yeah, you know, like he changed NXT over the last couple of years that he was there. He changed a lot of stuff and he was out of touch. And uh, now that they're bringing it back, I think that Austin Theory is amazingly talented. I think Triple H and Sean have all the faith in the world in him. I just don't think that the role that he was put in as McMahon's chosen one was working out because people were kind of giving him like get off my TV heat. And when uh, Joe and I were there live at Money in the Bank when he won and the place groaned really loud, not in a good way when he got the briefcase. So Austin Theory has been kind of forced down our throat. That was the whole critique on the the Vince McMahon regime the last five years to even 10 years, to be honest, Mm -hmm. uh, was like when you like what I tell you to like. Yeah. yeah, wrestling audiences could tell when Vince is shoving something down your throat and they will collectively groan and they the, it's like the air got lit out of the arena and it sucks because Austin is, Theory is a really talented professional wrestler. He did great at WrestleMania. Like he's done everything performance-wise that they've asked no of him. Doubt. So I don't think he's being punished at all. And I think people that are saying that, oh, the the 
Bloom is off the rose. I think they just want clicks. I think that Austin absolutely has a, a future in the WWE. No and doubt. Triple H and Sean know that, and yeah. they will take very well, good care of him. They're going to repackage him. You know, this is not a popular opinion. I think he's a face. I really do think Austin Theory is a face. I think that I, when they had him do a lot of stuff with Paul Heyman, uh, when he first got the briefcase and he was like hinting that he was going to cash in on Brock, they had some amazing interactions there where he was like messing with Paul Heyman and he came across to me. I'm like, he's a face. Like, he's a face right now. Like, and he's doing it not knowing he's doing it. So I think that that's just my personal opinion. I also like him as I a heel as well. I think there's something to that, Jess. I think, I but, think. To your point, I, I'm telling you, I think Austin Theory can play both sides, and I think that he's going to be, and I think that uh, Triple H and Sean are well, just fine with him. Not, not, I don't think it's doing not to mention like the the whole the whole selfie persona. That's not that's not yeah. bad guy behavior anymore. That's not what that is. I mean, the, the generations of today, that's normal. That's what people do. So to try to say I'm going to take a selfie, I'm going to be a bad guy. I think people are like, why is yeah. that bad? To your I point, like Jake Paul did it um, and it got a lot of clicks and hundreds of thousands of views of when he did the frog splash and coming off the rope with the, and it was part of his thing. Well, for his content. And let's, let's segue into that, Craig. So before, uh, since we did the last uh, unscripted, the crown jewel happened. Yeah. And uh, did you guys, you guys both saw it by yeah. now, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it was great. Uh, I thought it was a solid show overall. Yeah, show. Um, I don't think it was as good as any of the other stuff or whatever, and it was just furthering the storylines. But uh, the main event, I guess we'll talk more about that. Uh, Jake Paul against Roman Reigns was better than anybody ever expected. And, uh, you know, I, he's taken to this wrestling thing, uh, Paul. Yeah. Um, just amazingly. Hopefully and uh, the injury I know doesn't, uh, doesn't change that. Dave has, uh, Dave has his reasons for not liking him when it's he first not, got popular well, on social real, media. It's not, it's not because of his ability. It's not because of his work. On, right. In, it's not. Right. It's everything he's um, done before that. But the guy can go. I'm not mad about that. I'm not he, mad about uh, he gets pro wrestling, and he's one of those guys that really is a, a, like adored pro wrestling for a long time. So if people think he's not putting in the work, you're absolutely wrong. He is putting in the work. He has been putting in the work. He would not. He has such a fragile presence on YouTube and on social media. And I mean that in the sense of like, he knows he cannot afford to fuck up because everybody wants him to fuck up. Yeah. So him and his brother are very careful uh, about what they do they not fight? to make themselves. Yeah. yeah. People, people are like, oh, it's, it's kind of fixed in a sense. I'm like. Right, because no they're shit. making tons of money off them winning and then them bragging about them winning, especially when it's somebody of a lesser or some over-the-hill fighter or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's their whole gimmick, guys. Like, they want you to get pissed at them for, oh, and you those other fight fighters an active fighter. Of course on the, not. On the popularity yeah. of it, too. Like, so whatever. So now Jake Paul's getting into, you know, quote-unquote, deaf word, fake professional wrestling, and he's doing really well, and people are pissed at him but he's actually kind of becoming a face now people are actually cheering him a little bit so it's i'm very interested to see now that he's in triple h's hands i'm really interested to see like how unfortunately he suffered a, a serious injury a knee injury it yeah. must be going around must be in the wwe water well, uh so he's gonna be out for up, a he, bit he said that he said it came in like really towards the middle of the match so when he did that frog splash apparently it was already injured which I was just like, are you kidding me? Yeah, and it made it worse. He, I think he said when he landed on the table, it made it worse. Outside. Oh, I'm sure it did. Yeah. So I mean, so now I think it becomes a how how serious is it? And they get him back for Rumble? I don't think so. So he probably will be back for Mania, but who knows? It, who knows? Yeah, I um, I, I never anticipated that he would be this damn talented. Um, Some people were saying that what they did at Crown Jewel, obviously, because they didn't know his injury was going to happen, that they were they're getting ready for a mania match between the Usos and the uh, Paul brothers. 
And I was like, hmm, that would be super fucking newsworthy and interesting. Oh, wow. Like if they did yeah. That. I don't know how well his brother can wrestle, but that's what everybody was kind of speculating. Now, unfortunately, with his knee injury, who knows happen. what's going to happen, but it can still happen. Uh, well, his, sure. his brother's like, boxing. Uh, what's his face? Jason. Oh, is it official? And I think they're negotiating I know just for beat, it. Yeah. He just beat Anderson Silva, and then now he's moving on. Uh, by the way, though, by um, his brother's what's own his admittance name? on their uh tate uh the yeah, yeah the other guy the other the other joker on uh, social media so yeah no that will be a big match actually uh because i guess his um his pay-per-view buys with anderson silva were disappointing so his next match has got to be really big and i think that tate guy uh andrew tate is his yeah. name um that that's going to be a big match interest wise it's going to be a really big match and by the way andrew tate you may not like his uh what he does um but uh he's a legit fighter like he's been fighting for he was fighting for years Andrew Tate was so he's he's not a schlub at all so we'll see we'll see how they could do it but uh that's just WWE just you know, some minor stuff going on I know we're marching towards Survivor Series which is going to be war games which is going to be awesome so now that Crown Jewel is out of the way everything they build towards now uh is going to go towards war games so uh and I think because texted us or whatever that they're starting to build uh, they started tonight on Smackdown so to build the, the war games so that's cool together uh non-WWE stuff um I want to talk about uh, um, Billy Corgan and Nick Aldis. Uh, NWA oh, yeah. to me has been a really great alternative. And before the I pandemic, love, love uh, NWA had such a unique presentation and I really loved NWA and what it was doing. It hasn't been quite the same after the pandemic. And, and I guess Nick Aldis just announced that he's going to be leaving. His contract is up in January. Um, and so he said some stuff on social media because Billy Corgan started it and then they suspended him. So now he's not even going to serve out his contract on television. They're going to let him right off in the sunset, which is unfortunate because Nick Aldis really did help bring that brand back. And uh, did he have the belt? You know, is he sitting without the belt? Or no, okay. no, he didn't. He hasn't had the belt for a bit. Um, so he was the guy, I guess when it started. So I, I heard him on the I am I am not Sam or whatever podcast. What's the, is that the right? It, he's he's on WWE television a lot too. Uh, and he talked in length about it and he's been on a couple other things too, a couple other programs too. And basically it's, it's, it's a shame. And he's, uh, and I, and, and I, you know, I hope Billy Corgan is, is a little bit more level headed than this, but he's basically yeah. like, it's a vanity project for Billy Corgan. Obviously he makes most of his money off the, uh, stuff from smashing pumpkins and all the rights and stuff that he sure. has. And, and, you know, NWA is kind of like, he's a wrestling fan. NWA, he wanted to buy TNA impact originally, by the way, yeah, and didn't. they didn't, yeah. Dixie didn't allow him to do it. So he bought NWA instead I got and he resuscitated sure. it. And because of Nick Aldis, Nick Aldis is like, I didn't take paychecks. I didn't do a lot of stuff. I was back to being an indie wrestler, just wrestling. I was the NWA champion, but Billy didn't pay me at all. I got paid by the third party booker when I'd go into their territory or their indie and I would get paid yeah, by that. There was no, no, then no, Cody came with along the, with and the YouTube station. There was not, not much to pay out. So that was even before that. Uh, and then and then and then Cody came along and said, I want to start a program with you. And then before AEW was even a thing, they had the all out or all in. It was all in uh, that yeah. original pay-per-view before AEW even announced that it was going to become a thing. Uh, Nick Aldis lost the title to, to Cody. Cody and it was all, and then he lost and then Cody lost it back a couple months later. So like Nick Aldis was like, I, I didn't get paid. I did editing. I did like YouTube shows for free. Uh, yeah. All my free labor was to Billy and Billy was kind of a silent partner. Billy would just say, Hey, I'll fund it. Um, but I trust you. Like you're the guy. So he became it. And then over the time, Billy and him, their relationship started to sour a little bit. And then after 
uh, I think a year and a half ago when he decided to lose, or maybe it's two years at this point, he agreed to lose the NWA title to Trevor Murdoch. And it was yeah, going to be a whole thing where the NWA He's still came. The I think it was called champ right Indi- now, by the way, Craig, just to fill you in. Got it. Yeah. Trevor Murdoch is, yeah. Um, and so uh, they did a pay-per-view called NWA 73, and they did it, and Flair showed up and all that stuff, and it was a whole thing where Nick Aldis finally lost the title to Trevor Murdoch. So that was all a Nick uh, Nick Aldis's baby. And then right after that, Nick Aldis had everything laid out with Billy Corgan. This is how I'm going to do things afterwards. Uh, I agree you should take the title off me. I think it's time for someone new. Let's make a story. Let's make a feel-good story with Trevor Murdoch. Let's do the whole thing. So they did it, and he's like, here's who I'm going to feud with after, and then eventually uh, I'll come back to the title picture or whatever. Um, because he's a firm believer of when you run a wrestling company, your world title picture should anchor your product. And so I guess after he lost the title, Corgan came to him and said, I'm going to be more involved now, and I'll take it from here. And like all this is like, what are you talking about? And he's like, no, I mean, I'm going to kind of be more hands-on. I'll do the booking. I'll take your feud from here and all that stuff. And I just want you to kind of just be an employee. Just do your thing. And Nick's like, okay. And so from that point, it started souring over the past year. And I, as a fan, after the pandemic, it hasn't looked the same. And it has not felt the same, the product. So it makes sense. And he just said, and Nick Aldis is so well-spoken. He is not emotional when he talks as far as that. He's not angry. He's not spitting venom. He's just talking. If you watch him, he is a, 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 like so well-spoken. He's, he's such an amazing he's kind of an representative. Dude. I mean, and you yeah. Know, and uh, let's, let's not he's done he's so much for that company. He's James, like, you know, don't forget that. He, he said that people that recently came in there, uh, like has gotten Billy's ear and basically told Billy that, well, you know, you never really moved the needle with Nick. And, and Nick's like, I, of course it moved with me because he's like, it was nothing. It was a dead brand, deader than dead could get. Yeah. And he was like, when Billy bought it, he was I like, can't, I, I can't need understand help. how anybody and, would say that it didn't move at that point. Yeah. And so I guess, uh, and then Billy started talking shit about Nick to Mickey James, which you don't do because that's his wife. And so like, I guess that's when it started like getting sour. And uh, I guess Mickey James produced uh, a, a pay-per-view with the NWA called Empower a couple years ago, which is a, the first ever women's only pay-per-view. I want to say it was before and it, or, uh, WWE did theirs. I could be wrong. I don't want to. I don't. I, I could be they're, wrong, they're but close, I don't know. I thought it was after, I but it was remember. close, and so it was a big deal. And I guess it was financially a success, and it did really well. But Billy backed off it and didn't really give her credit for it, even though he put her in charge of it. And it was a whole thing. It started. The, the water started getting muddy a couple years ago. So um, I guess like Why? basically, <laughs> he signed. Uh, Nick signed an extension in January, and then it's coming up for expiration in 2023, January, sure, very sure. soon. And uh, so I guess like basically he's like, you know, I just I was a good soldier. I didn't say a word. I didn't do any interviews. I did everything he wanted me to do this year. And now that it's within my area in my contract where I'm allowed to verbalize if I want to leave, I went and told him I was going to leave. And then Billy Corgan went on an interview and said, Nick is basically politicking and it sucks. And they previously had talked together about doing an angle like that where Nick was going to do an angle against Billy on screen. And uh, so at first, Billy was like, oh, yeah, it's just an angle. It's just an angle. But then, like, I guess people in the locker room started coming up to Nick going like, yeah, it's kind of fucked up what you're doing, man. You're you're pushing yourself to be world champion again. He's like, wait a minute. Like, this is an angle that we're supposed to be shooting. So I guess Billy and him had a falling out in, in a weird way. And so Billy just came up to him and said, well, I'm now within my contract and my legal time to tell you that I'm putting in my notice. I'm done when my contract expires. And so now Billy's gone forward and just said some shit. And then Nick now is doing the tour and interviewing and trying to defend himself saying, this is bullshit. Like 
I gave everything <clears throat> to this guy for free. I didn't ask for any money. I didn't ask for production credit. Mm -hmm. I didn't ask for shit. I did all the stuff for the last three years with this guy for fucking free. And now he's coming. Now he's trying to like shit on me and say so, I'm politicking. If you had to he's guess, like, man, if like, you had to guess, Jess Corgan worked worked himself into a shoot. Sounds like that's probably what happened. It got pretty emotional. That that is, and I think emotional. that uh, also too, like but he it, he said there was a lot of times where Billy would put him in shitty positions, like that when he had a falling out with Thunder Rosa, because Thunder Rosa was on NWA before she went to AEW, and I guess Billy had a falling <laughs> out with her. And so he called Nick and said, hey, I need you to kind of like call her and I need you to kind of put your neck out there for me. And Nick's like, you, you do know that you're putting me in a real shitty situation by doing that. Right. And Billy's like, yeah, just make it happen. So he did it. And it sucked because he took the bullet from Thunder because he was like the representative of the NWA uh, sure. because Billy put him in that position. So that's when things started to sour. And then uh when he took nick's booking so, kind of privileges away he's like dude fuck like you're you're cutting my legs out so two, me. So two, and then business sucked business sucked and billy went to him like three months later going dude like yeah shit's not as hot as i so thought two questions, he's is, like well uh, is yeah. nwa done that's question one and two do you see you see aldis going to aew i don't i don't see him uh if it's a side a if package, it's a side, i don't see him because i don't i don't think he would know if it's a, if, if it's a side vanity project for billy corgan it's not done um, I don't think Billy Corgan's looking to make tons of money off this. Uh, I think he's putting his uh, part behind the wrong horses right now. And hopefully he realizes that's wrong and he'll change it or whatever. But um, so a lot of things that Nick alluded to, I'm guessing as a fan, I think Tyrus is getting into um, Billy's ear. And I also think Bully Ray is getting in. And by the way, uh, I can appreciate Bully Ray for the talent that he is. And he's one half of the, one of the greatest tag teams ever. And I think that Bully Ray has a lot of talent, but Bully Ray was known for going into Ring of Honor and all of a sudden Ring of Honor got cancer and never recovered and sold basically to Tony Khan. So Bully Ray, I don't think is a very good producer behind the stage. I think Bully Ray is full of shit. And I think that recently he's been on a lot of NWA programming and Nick's like, you could put two and two together and the people that have recently showed up in the last few months, you can tell who's in Billy so, Corbin's ear. Yeah. And Bully sense. Ray was the most recent one that came in there. So I Where's, think that Bully be. Ray's a cancer and he's spreading his cancer again in another promotion. Um, where do you see all this? My going? opinion. I don't know. I don't know if Billy's gonna get rid of him. Uh, but unfortunately, if you look at the Dixies and you look at maybe the Tony Cons that are kind of following suit, it's gonna get worse before it gets better. And if you're willing, like Tony Khan, I think is willing. I think Tony Khan will come out on the other end. I think he's trying to come out on the other end now. We'll see what he does with MJF. We'll see how full gear works out. I think Tony Khan's going to be okay uh, because he has enough people like Daniel Bryan, Stephen Regal, Chris Jericho, Jericho yeah. all those people in the back to kind of help him if he needs it. I don't know what's going to happen to the NWA, and that's a goddamn shame. I know I've done a lot of the talking in this NWA segment, but I was very—I was oh, a big fan of this. I told you guys all the time how fun NWA was before the pandemic, and then after the yeah. pandemic, it, it seemed like it lost momentum, but I thought because it had to shut down for a year as any company would have a hard so, time. But now I'm hearing, ah, like when you start hearing Nick Aldis' side and people getting in Billy's ear, he said by himself, he's like, Billy Corgan does not know what he's fucking doing when it comes to professional wrestling. But he's like, I was there to help him and help him learn. He was so just quick, the investor. So just, just I was the guy. Just quick draw on it, Jess. Aldis goes to TNA, EW, or WWE slash... Uh... I mean, well, the, the product's going to spl splinter off everywhere. No, uh, no, no. You know, if they do go where, where's Aldis going to go? Oh, all this. Sorry, sorry. Um, uh, oh, you guys said all of this. No, where does Nick? Yeah, go? I was like, sorry. I was. Uh, I I hope WWE. 
uh, in my personal fan, I hope, because does, he does can go he, to NXT he the, or he can go on the main does, brand. So if, he's, does he get he's the, got main event status written all over him. Does he get the AJ Styles status where he doesn't have to go into uh into probably into he, I, I would I would give it to him um if I was I think you should. You could play it on both. You could play where he came from, or you could just make him anew because Nick Aldis is that good and he could just start over. Like AJ didn't a, go to NXT and it was obvious that he didn't need to. Yeah. Right. So uh and, and Cody knows Nick very well and they get along very well. So you who that, knows? Maybe maybe Nick's point. knocking on the door. And Mickey James obviously has a tie with WWE. Yeah. And uh they buried the hatchet from when they put her shit in a trash bag when they allowed that her was, to come on to the yeah. Royal Rumble. And that was the just Royal good. Rumble that was with just the, good the story for the social media kick. So somebody lost her yeah. job though, unfortunately, but that was his fault. So I think that with Mickey James ties like that and Cody knowing Nick, Cody could easily go to Triple H and be like, dude. This Nick guy's fucking you gotta, you gotta bring him in. Him up. He's yeah, genius. bring him in. Like he'll be fine. Craig, like, you agree? So I would you love to see different. him there. I I'm not familiar with all this. Um, I'm really not. Oh, I'm man. trying to think whether I know he's big and muscular. I don't know whether he's kind of just, small just, in stature. He was uh, it's all on YouTube, man. Uh, he was he was a uh, uh, Magnus in in TNA. He was a big part of TNA. He was part of the main event mafia for a while. He was like the guy they chose for a while. Him and Desmond Wolf uh, as like the kind of next guys in the TNA, and it just yeah. didn't work out because again, Dixie fucked around and started believing the wrong people that yeah. she shouldn't have believed. And, uh, and so, yeah, so he was Magnum or Magnus. I can't remember. I think, but was, if he hasn't burned any bridges Magnum. and, um, he's kind of got, and he spent three years kind of being a good soldier for Billy Corgan, who arguably wasn't the greatest guy in, in the history of smashing pumpkins, just as an ego driven rock star that likes things his way. So, and falling out with kind of this, you know, the guy who supposedly was supposed to be in lockstep and his partner in this whole thing. Uh, yeah, I, I, everyone deserves like a shot at that, whether it's AEW or WWE. Like, I think he, I think he's tailor made for WWE. Yeah. I think he'll have more of an impact there. I think if he goes to AEW right now, I think he gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah, uh, but but good for him. If he goes to either company, he will get a, a great payday. I my heart goes out to people who say they do a lot of that stuff for free. Even my heart went out to Tommy Dreamer and the Dudley Boys and other people like that that helped Paul Heyman with the EW because they didn't get a lot of rewards, dude. They were taking the rings and shit down for free because Paul Heyman's like, you can't believe you're not, you know, doing the whole thing. And, you know, I, I my heart goes out to people like that because they love pro wrestling. And I believe Nick Aldis loves professional wrestling no and just wants to do it well. And he wants to help out where he can. Uh <laughs> I, I, I'm a fan of NWA. I hope they shake it off, man. I hope the I hope Billy Ray's not a cancer, which I think he is. And I really hope that uh they can find a way around it. Cause um, man, I'm not I'm not for the Billy Ray way. And uh so I hope that it changes because it sucks. NWA was awesome uh before the pandemic shut down and then something happened, yeah. relationships went sour, and that's a shame, man, because it it was just great throwback to the past and they recreated the set. Of the old Crockett yeah. set and the Mid Atlantic set, and it was awesome. And I don't know, man. Like, I know NWA is not a massively popular promotion, so it's kind of like blah to talk about. But I mean, you know, it's it's also what's going on in wrestling this week. So that's why I wanted to bring it up. But yeah. um, I have a pass, an NWA yearly pass. So I'm gonna hey, I'm gonna watch Hard Times um, on Saturday. Straight up, man. Uh, Nick Aldis, um, you know, open ticket somewhere is something to talk about because that guy would be he'd be a great addition wherever he goes. That guy's he's awesome. It'd be great to yeah, see him. I think he's really good. And I think you're right. AEW, he'd get buried and get lost in the shuffle. Uh, WWE, as soon as you said the relationship with Cody, and then obviously with Mickey, I, I think there's there's something there. Um, but I don't see him going to NXT. It just doesn't make sense to me. But I also, did, I mean, I also if, didn't understand why why uh, why Robert Roode went to TNX either, but he did. 
So, well, I, it, because it, it could be the way he's talked to, you know, they could just tell Nick all this, like, look, like, you know, you might pop up on the main roster, but uh, what are you thinking about after wrestling? What do you want to do? Like, mm -hmm. and then they, he could be like, well, I mean, I want to, I was doing a lot of shit for NWA producing, and they could be like, well, do that here. Come down to NXT and help us run the shit. Like, we need help, like, down here, you know, because Sean and I are up in the main roster trying to make that work. And I, I also heard, real quick, um, before yeah. this goes too long, that a lot of the reason why Steven Regal is kind of like up in the air and, and AEW and they're doing the whole like, is he going to side with MJF or is he going to stay with the Blackpool uh, uh, Fight Club or whatever, um, is because he only signed a year deal with AEW and he was laid off under the Vince McMahon regime, fired, whatever you want to say. He could be back, and then yeah. now that he's got Triple H and Sean love Steven Regal yes, and they were do. the reason why he and was in NXT so. for a long time. That's also so a lot of people are saying that uh, Regal in January or whenever his stuff comes up, I'm not sure when it is, he's going to go back to NXT and or WWE, whatever, and be behind the scenes, which I think is great. So I think that if Tony Khan is dumb and didn't take advantage of the small time that he had with Steven Regal, you're dumb for that. Uh, you should have. Um, but I don't know if Steven Regal is going to resign with deal. AEW. So Steven Regal might be floating back over to NXT slash WWE very soon, which would be awesome behind the yeah. scenes because a lot of people say that his area, his reign back there and behind the scenes and everything was the best point of NXT. And, you know, when he was commissioner on TV and stuff like that on the programs that it was like the best time for NXT, yeah. which I agree. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, we could be seeing a lot of shifts like that behind the scenes powers, like going back and forth. You, you don't see a lot of it's uh, I mean, in the world of factions, Blackpool Combat Club, like it's a cool hoodie, but like. It's it's a lot of Moxley by himself. There's not a lot of it the, doesn't the gel right? together, even with yeah. like Wheeler and um. They're just not. They did doing make a lot Wheeler together. though, and I I love that. Yeah, but even Brian and was completely separate on the show, and that two out of three thought was a Sammy. There's it, they're mm -hmm. just not cohesive, which is fine. It's a lot of big personality. Maybe they're just hedging their bets, and if he's going to leave, they're not going to invest in doing stuff all together right. as a big group. But I wanted to buy a Blackpool Combat Club hoodie, but. <laughs> maybe I will. I'll get it thirty percent off when Regal leaves. Maybe, maybe yeah, yeah. Maybe you'll get fifty percent yeah. off soon if he leaves. There you go. So that's okay. it. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Sorry, I didn't mean to dominate. I just I I, I no, like NWA a lot, and that really interested me. And I've been watching a lot of interviews. Big, that's actually Nick pretty this, big like, news off the cuff. I mean, that's 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 probably the biggest news in that. And and there was great Crown Jewel stuff. There's great Raw stuff, but there's not seeing the stuff with Nick Wallace on, on Twitter, especially going out like that, and saying, "Unfortunately, I won't. I apologize. I won't be able to." Um, to finish my date. Yeah, they suspended him. He was on the pay-per-view this weekend, yeah. uh, Hard Times. Uh, yeah. He was on it, had a scheduled match, and then basically Billy Corgan's like, you're suspended. Him. No. Yeah, yeah just pulled him. him. So, sucks. So, all this he, he, Nick all this hey, wanted to serve his notice, and he wanted to put over whoever wanted to go over, and uh, Billy's like, no. So, it's sucks. fucking, yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's it's, unfor it's just unfortunate, and that's, that's a pretty amazing talent that's just going to sit there. It's, it's it's funny because I don't want to compare it to to you know the the contracts in WCW because what you got all the great people in hindsight first and then all the big contracts where the people are like <laughs> they're not that good in the ring but this even this guy waiting out ninety days and not doing anything is kind of a detriment. Um, it's who and to your point he would have put somebody over and he would have done it in a big way he would have done it right because he loves the business he's not gonna fuck anybody over. Um, it's, yeah, it's just egos at play and that's unfortunate. He's awesome. Um, yeah, and, and Nick Aldis, I don't want to say he's getting old, but you don't have a ton of matches left. You know, he's been doing this a long time. So, um, no, and the fact that he showed he flexed his behind the scenes muscle, uh, and he did this documentary on YouTube called 10, Pound, 10 Pounds of Gold when he was talking yeah. about the NWA title, uh, yeah. and it was great. It was 
like received really well. The guy knows he did all that shit for he did all that shit for free. Yeah. Like, oh, so, and apparently, yeah. talking about documentaries, apparently there's like a Teddy Hart documentary on Peacock, which at first oh. I fucking heard about that. I didn't know. I've which, which it. was supposed to be like he thought it was going to be like nice to him about being like cousin of Bret Hart and that he loves cats and stuff. But the weird stuff about Teddy Hart is like uh, all his controversy and drugs and his girlfriend went missing and all well, that I mean, stuff. Like. Unfortunately, that dominates, like, you know, his whole... So, persona. I guess that whole documentary, like, dives into all of that, like, just a disaster of a human being, all the potential in the world, but, like, just a oh. disaster yeah. of a man. It's a, his, his story is really sad. Yeah. Uh, can can we just sad. talk about Rodoc's comments, too, saying that he thought Bret Hart wasn't the greatest, like, technical wrestler? You know, it's so what? funny. I saw the clip of that. Yeah. I saw the clip of that, and I wasn't going to bring it up, but if you saw it, too... Yeah, Road Dog has got his own podcast and blah, but he blah. He's another one, you know, that like, eh, you did really good on the New Age Outlaws, but it's because you aligned yourself in the back with Sean and Triple H and you did well and you carried. But other than yeah. that, come on, Road Dog. Nobody every, every, shit about everybody you. has like, a sorry. right to their opinion, but his opinion's wrong. Yeah. He's just not the best technical yeah. wrestler, but he's great on the mic. I'm like, I, like, strike that, reverse it. Brett was good on the mic, almost great, but that's that's one of the best technical wrestlers you'll ever see in your entire life. It was just. The statement just made no sense. I'm like, where are you? Like, yeah, he said something along the lines of like, I'm an okay wrestler, not good, but Brett is only a good wrestler, not great. That's I'm like, not you true. Are that's just not. Yeah. And maybe yeah, that just you comes are ridiculous. from not like, like their errors kind of crossed at the very end, but not really. How so you if come you didn't from grow the Armstrong him, family and say something yeah. that ridiculous, and maybe that's like, it. Maybe geez. it's that Armstrong versus Hearts like. There's some, some bad yeah. blood there. It's like we Have, didn't get any. Phil McCoy kind of thing. Yeah, it, yeah the Armstrongs yeah. get no love, but it's all about the the dungeon and Stu Hart. Hart, like, and he wasn't that fucking great. Believe me. Sorry. So. Sorry about that. Listen, Sorry. listen, Road Dog. Uh, I know you got to fill podcast time or whatever, but uh, stay in your fucking lane and just <laughs> just understand that you're you're only you only made it because Sean and Triple H just liked you and Billy in the back. And by the yeah. way, Billy's still fucking over, and you're not. So fuck off, like. Stop! Stop bringing up Bret Hart. Shut the fuck up about Billy. Him. Billy, Why? Billy, Why Billy can go right it? now. Like, Billy can go right now. Yeah, come on. You don't think Bret Hart could wrestle fucking circles around you? Bullshit. He could do it now. Yeah. Like, so stop it. Not Just to mention, not to mention, he could, he could hurt you. Like, yeah, you know. I'm, I'm glad you're making podcast, you know, memes or sound bites or whatever. But just fuck, shut the fuck up. Yeah, stop it. Well, he's getting what he wants. He's getting hits. He's getting people yeah. talking about it. I suppose, but yeah, yeah. I think that's a good spot to leave it. What do you think? I agree. Scoop, scooped right. his heat. He scooped it right up. Everybody, bro. have a good week it, and scoop your all heat. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, I know what that means, but I didn't. Craig had a better ending. I should have ended it when Craig said that. I gotta go. Just say it one more time. Scoop, scoop <laughs> my heat. It's from the Bret Hart documentary when he's going over the ending to the Wrestling with Shadows. Wrestling with Shadows, and he didn't want to do the ending because he would. Uh, Bret Hart says he would. see scoop going to scoop my heat. Take all the cheers from. He was talking in the ring with Patterson, right? Was it? Patterson? Yeah, going over yeah. whatever he's going to do with yeah, Sean. They're in the ring of an empty yeah, arena, and yeah, and the shot was like far back, and he's like, oh, "Sean's going to scoop." He's, like, yeah, he, he's talking about the end of SummerSlam '97. Oh Great man, it's the all best. right. Maybe Everybody he scooped Rodog's heat. Stuff. Right.